All right. We're back talking about the Garden Group. I love the Garden Group. There's some really, really solid teams in here, um, starting with uh, the group, the team that's kind of over the group namesake, which is Charlotte. You got Charlotte. You got Rockford, New York City, and Carnegie. Four legendary coaches that have been in the PNTT a long, long time, and you'll love to see it. You'll love to see these guys going head-to-head. Let's start with Charlotte. Charlotte brought in – they lost the 29-27 class. Um, Their center, Walker Gonzalez and D'Angelo Garden, their point guard, and they bring in the 40-58 class. Um, You know, it wasn't – they they brought in some height. they must have thought, you know what, we, we're okay at point guard. We're gonna we're gonna focus on height, replace Walker Gonzalez, and we'll just figure it out from there. And it's a little interesting, but um, I think they got some solid players here. You know, all their all their players can score fairly efficiently, rebound. Um, Race Williams looks like okay, he fits really well in that uh, center spot, rebounding, defending. But Jeremiah Jones can play there, too. So I'm not sure exactly what he's going to do. Um, we had Colin Ross, Riley Richards. I'd expect Riley Richards potentially to move down to point guard, but I'm not exactly sure what he's going to do. Um, he's got some talent to work with, and he's a really good coach. He uh, usually gets the most out of his guys. Um, Tashawn Weed, I mean, I could see him going oversized, putting either Racer, or Zachary Matthews at center, Saad Hill at power forward. Colton's still at small forward than Weed and Richards um, at the guard spot. I think Richards could be a really good score for his point guard. Yeah, yeah, replacing two, yeah, replacing two starters is never uh, what we want, especially from a Sweet 16 team uh, from last year in the NTT. Uh, their class that they brought in is tall. They all look good, solid players um, to Sean Weed. Is the the star here? Um, where does he fit in? Uh, is to be determined. Um, if there was a weak spot uh, statistically from their starting five last year, it was Gonzalez. Um, al- although he appears to have brought it uh, defensively in ways that were maybe outside of the box score. Um, so hopefully, one of these guys can fill that role for him. And they will have a, another great season, maybe make a long run in the NTT and PNTT uh, this season. Yeah. Let's look at the next team. We got Rockford, the Files. Rockford brought in the 19 3 class um, with uh, Jermias McCann, uh, probably leading the way. He, I mean, he had really good shooting splits, can defend, can pass. He looks like he fits in well to the point guard position. But he's he's replacing a lot. You know, he's replacing uh, 30, 34 points per game in the starting lineup. So that's big for them. Um, yeah, and he just relied a lot on Rodolfo Logan. And none of these guys can score a lot. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what they do, how they approach this. Um, I think Future Star is a really good coach. So I expect him to get the most out of these guys. But – Sometimes it's hard, you know. Um, sometimes it's hard. So, uh, yeah, he um, he was a little – when I talked to him, he was a little surprised by the rating, but he thinks McCann um, – yeah, he, he, he thinks McCann's rated better than his numbers uh, showed. 
yeah, when I see a 19-3 recruiting ranking, I expect to find, you know, one stud out of those three. And McCann's probably that guy, but he's not jumping off the paper uh, through his box score. Um, but I, I trust the DTL rankings and that they know their players uh, better than we know their players. Um, o- overall, it's, this is a really talented squad. Uh, Future Star is a really talented coach uh, every single year. Um, he, he's always fielding a competitive team. Um, replacing those uh, that scoring is going to be a challenge, um, but hopefully these guys bring in defense and can help offset that lack of scoring a little bit. Yeah. McCann didn't shoot a lot, but he did shoot 62.7% from two-point last year. His uh, percentage was dragged down a little bit by his three-pointers. But you can tell, like, you might have something to worry about with the 3.1 personal fouls a game, but he seems like he could be a solid player to put in there. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they get out of this squad. Um, Let's look at... The next team we got New York City Lazarus Effect, coached by Coach Go SU um, TR. Uh, they brought in, they lost the ninety four one nineteen class, one senior starter Zachary Stone, and they replaced it with the fifty three fifty nine class. Um, you know they uh, they had different guys, but you know and they also lost uh, Brandon Glad off the bench, who played about uh, twenty minutes a game and scored. He was actually their highest, so they needed scoring, and they brought some scoring in. Um, that being said, you get excited about Jeremiah Hoots, and then uh, he's like, okay, 17 points a game, and then you get him, and he's like, oh, he shot 40% from the field. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's not quite as exciting. Uh, Eli Bradley shot a lot better. Eli Bradley and Dylan Critson, uh, they both shot a lot better, especially the true shooting percentage. Both of them can pass, steal. Um, so, um, yeah, I'd like to see, uh, Bryce Eakin, um, you know, take, take a step back towards, he had, he had a pretty good year, his, uh, freshman year. He, I feel like he took a step back last year, didn't play quite as well. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a team that has a lot of potential, but they're in a really tough, tough conference and they're, they're going to need some scoring. Um, they relied a lot. I mean, they relied a lot on uh, Brennan Glad, and even Zachary Stone was one of their only four players. One, they they spread it around a lot. That they, they need someone that can help them in go to scoring. So, what do you think about this uh, team? More than scoring for this year, um, but they need defense. Last year, they were allowing eighty points a game, um, and I don't think letting people score over eighty points is the recipe for success. Um, especially in a tough conference or tough, tough um, group in the PNTT. Uh, I agree on Houts. His uh, true shooting percentage numbers are really disappointing. Um, and uh, Bradley and, is it Kryzen, um look like uh, they can bring the short scoring, but they also bring a fair amount of passing with them as well, both of them averaging around four assists uh, per game. Um, so, so hopefully that passing can help offset some of the scoring that they're losing and that they're looking for, and they can bring the defense um, mentality with them uh, to help uh, coach the go U-T-S-U-T-R, 
um, have another successful season. Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. Um, I'd like to see Dunning take a step up uh, for sure. I think he's um, he needs more shots to really play the part that um, he's been waiting to. Um, but if you – I mean, and Felder's an incredible defender, passer. Uh, he Even better – I mean, he was a big-time recruit, so getting him um, – he's, he's a helpful player. You just got to figure out how to use him. I mean, I think this team's solid. They just got to – they're going to have to figure some stuff out. Um, but, yeah. Let's look at the last team, Carnegie. The penis, they brought in the 199-170 class, replacing the 3-4 class. And that's just tough. You know, you got these guys like Jesus Butler and Joseph Hill and David Milton. All three um, were guys that he was hoping to have better careers from, especially Jesus Butler. Um, but – just never was that. He played a little bit better his senior year. Um, didn't – he wasn't too – I mean, the, the the class coming in, it's headlined by Joshua Hodges, 6'6", but he's going to have to find a lot of production from his bench, and his bench was um, the prettiest last year. So he's going to have to figure some stuff out. Um, do you bring in Preston Hasse, who was plus 4.2 in limited time off the bench? Do you – um, do you try and go a little bigger because you're, you don't have a lot of height on this team? Um, I'm not sure. What do you think? Hodges uh, will definitely slide into the starting lineup, um, mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, Donaldson and Sinclair were also uh, fairly successful in their limited time last year, um, as was Sisk. So, so I expect those four to probably fill those three open positions and uh, it, it will be a, a challenging group for Carnegie. Um, but I, I know JFM can uh, put things together for sure. Yeah. So looking at this group, um, yeah. Who do you think um, has the upper hand? I feel like, yeah, go ahead. You first. Yeah, th- this is a tough one. Um, I'm actually I'm going to pick Rockford here. Yeah. I think they have the better top-end talent um, in the league. And in a um, league without stamina, that top-end talent weighs uh, pretty heavily. Um, so I'm going to pick them to uh, win the group. Yeah, I was – is considering between Rockford and Charlotte. Um, I think the schedule makers did Rockford a few favors. Um, the schedule's not as balanced this year as it has been in the past. Uh, just with K-Money taking over, there's a couple things we're working out. Um, but, you know, he's got his out-of-conference games are Clemson, your own Huntsville team, and then Albuquerque. Obviously, there's no easy games in the PNTT, but in comparison to some of the other teams that teams are playing, I think that's one of the easier uh, out-of-conference schedules, and I think that gives them the edge in this group. So, um, yeah, so that wraps it up for the uh, Garden Group. Um, Thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it.